Hello and welcome back to the Soul Aligned Self-Care Podcast. My name is Tina Stinson and I'll be your host. And today we are talking about setting and maintaining boundaries to create space in your life for all those things that you want to do, that you love to do, okay? Uh, in this Live With Purpose series, I really want to share with you how to step into your power. Setting boundaries is a huge part of that. Uh, this is one of my favorite things to talk about because I believe they are the foundation to a high level of self-care and self-love. It's the foundation that's going to support you as you step into your power. Also, I'm an award-winning recovered people pleaser, so I constantly have to work on maintaining my boundaries for myself. This is not something that comes naturally to me, and I have to work at it every single day of my life. But let me tell you, it gets easier and easier as time passes. So, in today's episode, I'll talk about what a boundary is, how you know you need one, and how to get started. So let's get into it. Welcome to the Soul Aligned Self-Care Podcast. I'm your host, Tina Stinson, and we will be talking all about deep level self-care practices to help you have success in both your personal and professional life by reducing stress and anxiety and overwhelm, improving your mindset and creating a strong, loving connection with yourself. I'll see you on the inside. Hello guys and welcome back. And if you're new here, my name is Tina Stinson and this is the Soul Aligned Self-Care Podcast. Today we are talking about setting and maintaining boundaries to create space and peace in your life. So like I said, first things first, we're going to talk about what is a boundary. So a boundary is what you're willing to allow or not allow in your energy space or in a certain situation. And I want to start by explaining something that's really important, and a lot of people miss this. We are all different. We have different strengths, weaknesses, dislikes, love languages, patient levels, different traumas in our life. We're all so different. We have different needs, expectations, and that's why it's so important for you to set your own boundaries and maintain them. It's your responsibility ability to do this for yourself. Um, what you think might be an obvious boundary might not be an obvious boundary to someone else and vice versa. This is why it's your job to let them know that this is a boundary for you. There is no societal boundary rule book that everyone follows except for maybe like make sure you wear pants in public. And, and if anyone tells you that there is or they judge your boundary as unreasonable or you're overreacting or you're too picky or whatever they might say, this is just another chance for you to make sure you maintain that boundary. This is just like a red flag um, that pops up and says, oh, maybe I really did need to set a boundary here in the first place. So after all, only you know how you feel in any of the circumstances of your life. Nobody else knows. No one else gets to decide that. So if someone in your life is complaining about your boundary, that's just proof that it needs to be there, okay? So that's that's a, it's, I can't even explain to you how important this is. One of my personal experiences from um, a long relationship that I had a while ago that was a very kind of mentally abusive relationship 
was this person always said to me, like, why can't you be like this person? And why can't you be like, you know, all the other wives? And why can't you do this? And why can't you do that? And I used to, for a long time, I was like, my goodness, why don't I fit in? Why can't I be this person? Why can't I be like that? And and years, I'm talking years, I just had no self-esteem. I was kind of like beaten down by this person. And then just one day I was just like, wait a minute, this is my experience. They don't know what my experience is. I, this is me and this is who I am. And you married me. And if you don't like it, then, you know, go find a new wife, you know? So I got to the point where I realized that if these are my boundaries, these are my boundaries. If you don't like them, then maybe we're not meant to be together because it, this isn't working, right? So how do you know? So I just want to emphasize how important it is for you to know that, um, your boundaries are important. Nobody else can set your boundaries. Nobody else, don't let anybody else judge your boundaries. You can change your boundaries as you change. There's just no rules. It's all about how you feel and how, what you need to do to protect your energy. So don't let anybody, whether that be your parents, your, your siblings, your children, your partner, your job, whatever, don't let anybody interfere with that process. This is a very personal process and it's nobody else's business. Okay. And that is the first thing I want people to know about boundaries. Um, now how do you know when you need to set a boundary? Okay. This is a great question. When I was a people pleaser, I viewed myself as the cool girl. Like I was just so easy going and I was so easy to hang out with and get along with. But what was really happening was that I had no, like, I had no self-love, no self-confidence. What I was really doing was morphing into whoever I was with. I was morphing into what they needed, what they wanted to see. And I was never myself. I was afraid that if I let people know what I liked and disliked, maybe they wouldn't like me. And this this came from years of emotional abuse and a romantic relationship and maybe even in some other relationships I've had in my life. But um, when I was in this place, it was really hard to recognize where the boundary needed to be because I lost that connection with myself. I had no self-trust. I didn't know who I was anymore because when I was with this person, I was her. And when I was with this person, I was her. And in turn, I had no authentic relationships. And I didn't realize this for years. And when I started building boundaries and what I call building a backbone, a lot of these people just fell away because they really didn't, they weren't aligned with me and I wasn't aligned with them. And I got to a point where I rebuilt my self-love and my self-confidence enough where I didn't care who was in my life. I just cared how to love myself and protect my boundaries. And then the right people would come into my life. So here are a few ways to start to become aware of a needed boundary. If you were in a situation like I was where I, I just couldn't even it was hard for me to figure it out, honestly. So do you ever complain that somebody is taking advantage of you, walking all over you? Then this is where a boundary is needed. So like if you're like, oh, you never appreciate what I do. Uh, nobody appreciates what I do. Everybody just keeps taking, 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 right? Um, so do you ever complain when someone doesn't respect you? You have no respect for what I do in this household, in this relationship, at this job, whatever, fill in the blank there. Then you need a boundary. Okay. Do your feelings get hurt a lot because of the way someone treated you or something they said to you? That's a, that's a boundary alert. Okay. Especially if you, this is how I was like, somebody would say something to me and hurt my feelings, but I wouldn't say anything about it. So how are they supposed to know? How are they supposed to know that? They overstepped. How do they? How are they supposed to know what my boundary is if I don't tell them? 
Okay. And this is what I was talking about earlier. You need, it's your job to set the boundary and maintain it. It's not someone else's job to just automatically know what you want out of life and how you want to be treated and then treat you that way. That is just, think about how crazy that sounds. Okay. So you need to set the standard. You need to teach people how to treat you. This is a big part. And like a lot of people don't want to hear that. This is all their fault. <laughs> I, I certainly didn't want to hear that. I didn't want to hear someone say, well, the reason why everyone disrespects for you is because you have no respect for yourself, Tina. You you are not showing people, you're not treating yourself well. How are the pe- other people supposed to know how to treat you? So when I say we teach people how to treat us, it's it starts with how you treat yourself. And how you treat yourself also starts with boundaries, okay? So the first step for you is to start to pay attention, okay? When you find yourself saying these things out loud or inside of your head, or when you feel these ways, when you feel like a victim, I want you to think about what kind of boundary you could put there to protect yourself. And let me get clear, this is not about being mean or a bitch, okay? It's about doing what's right for yourself. So in turn, you can be the best version of yourself in your life and be happier. And in turn, all those people that are in your life, they benefit from this, right? So it's not selfish. It's you're doing the be- what's best for you. And in turn, this is what's best for everyone, okay? And when, and when other people do this, um, they show you what they want. They show you where their boundaries are. You know exactly how to treat them, what's acceptable, what's not, right? Think of a person in your life who sets strong boundaries. And like, really, I want you to start to pay attention. And one of the things I want to emphasize at this part, what I'm talking about right here, is becoming aware of where you need to set a boundary, is once you become aware of where you need to set a boundary, I want you to kind of like really think about what you want. So like, think about... How do I want to feel in this situation? Because this doesn't feel good right now. How do I want to feel? What do I want to feel? What would be the best version of the situation for me? And how can I make that happen? Or how can I make part of that happen? It may not be 100% perfect, but how can I improve this? Those are the questions you need to ask yourself. Don't just like come up with something that you think somebody else would come up with. Really get personal with yourself and ask yourself, what would be the best version of this situation for myself? And how can I set a boundary to make that happen? So the question, the next question is, is how do you create and maintain a boundary? So I'm not going to lie. This can be super awkward at first, a little bit hard. It feels confrontational, especially if you're a people pleaser like I was, okay? Because you, basically why I was a people pleaser was because I just wanted to avoid any type of confrontation because I just wanted people to like me. I don't want to ever be confront somebody with something that's uncomfortable. So stepping out of that and starting to set boundaries was super hard for me, super hard. So it's uncomfortable, but it's only uncomfortable at first. Once you get used to doing it, it starts to come naturally. Once you realize what the payoff is, the payoff is huge. You have peace, you have more time, you have less stress, you have more happiness. It's a huge payoff. It's almost unthinkable not to do this once you learn that you need to. It's just unthinkable that you're not going to do this for yourself. It's a necessity. So here are the first steps. I'm going to make it really simple. And then I'll give you an example of how you can do this. All right. So you're going to start becoming aware, like I talked about. Find where you need the boundary. Become aware. Pay attention to other people that have strong boundaries. You know who is a boundary badass in my life? 
my 22-year-old daughter. I freaking love watching her. She sets the biggest boundaries. She's like, she's just a badass. She really is. And at her age, I had no boundaries. So I am just amazed by her. And I and I, I don't take any credit for that because when I was, I didn't really start doing this work until I was in my 40s. So like, I, I feel like she was maybe like a young teenager at the time, but I don't think, I think she learned how to do this herself to protect her energy. So um, she's, she is an example for me all the time. I learn from her. And so start to pay attention to the people in your life that set strong boundaries and pay attention to how they do them and how easy it is for them, because this is how it's going to be for you eventually. So become aware. Then you're going to write out what you think the boundary should be that should make you feel better, right? And this shouldn't hurt another person. I'm just going to make that clear. We're not, we're not doing this to hurt other people. We're just doing this to show people how you need to be treated so that you can be happy and you can have a very authentic relationship with that person. This might change. This is like a just little warning here. This might change the whole relationship because if this is the type of person that you're in the if you're in the type of if you're in a relationship with the type of person who is only in a relationship with you to take advantage of the fact that you don't have boundaries, that person is going to be gone, right? And if that scares you, that's fine. Let it scare you. But what's more important right now is is you being happy or you making this other person happy. One of my favorite quotes is you shouldn't have to set yourself on fire to keep somebody else warm. Okay. I don't know who said it. Um, I found this quote online one day and I love it. And it says unknown. Like, I don't know who said it, but it's genius. It's the perfect example of what we do. So it might scare you to like lose people out of your life, but I'm telling you the right people will come in and those relationships are going to be so much stronger, so much more like, uh, aligned deeper. Okay. Okay. So you're going to write out what you think you need. Yeah. How can I do this? Journal it out, write a whole page. If you need, just come up, just like start like throwing spaghetti at the wall and figuring out what's going to stick. Okay. So the next thing is to create a script to use when you need to share your boundary with somebody else. And some people might not need this. Some people might be like, I have no problem saying this. And I might say it different every time, but I have no problem. But where I was coming from was in a place of deep insecurity and I had no confidence. I had no backbone. Okay. So I needed this script. I needed to practice this. And there might be some people listening right now who need this too. So skip this step if you don't think you need it. But if you think you need it and you want to really be able to center yourself and not react to a situation, you want to respond intelligently and compassionately, then create a script. Okay. Um, I I do the same thing, journal it out, just write out a bunch of stuff and, and come up with something that's kind, but strong and confident. Okay. Always maintain the boundary. Don't let anything slide. If you do, there is no boundary. So there's no black and white here. I mean, sorry, it is black and white. There is no like gray part. Either you have a boundary or you don't. There's no gray area. That's what I was trying to say. Okay, so I'm going to give you an example so that you understand what I'm trying to explain to you. So the example is every time I have a disagreement with my partner, they start to raise their voice and get very angry, making it possible to resolve any conflict. Okay, then you're going to write, how do I, how do I feel? How do I feel about this? I feel unimportant. I feel hurt. 
I feel not heard. I feel unloved. I feel anxious. I feel very insecure with the relationship and I'm not emotionally supported. Okay. Now these things might not be true in this relationship, but this is just how you feel in that moment. That's how the, that person is making you feel in that moment. It might not be intentional, but that's what's happening. And that's what I'm talking about. Own how you feel. Okay. Nobody else can tell you how you feel and don't let anyone else do that. So the boundary is whenever the partner starts to yell and get out of hand, I will say, I can't have an, this is the script. Okay. I can't have an intelligent conversation like this. And I'm very uncomfortable right now. If you don't stop yelling, I will walk away and we can continue this conversation when you can talk to me in a civil way, period, end of story. And then the last part is maintaining the boundary. When they don't stop yelling, walk away and then approach them at another time when they are calm. Okay. Put this on repeat until they respect the boundary. So when you, if you get into it with them again and they start to do the same thing over again, say, I'm sorry, uh, let's, this is not working and walk away again. You could repeat the same script over and over again. It's going to click at some point for this person. They're going to realize that you're not going to have this yelling match with them. You're not going to let this person berate you or insult you or say mean things to you. And in turn, you're not going to do that either. When, when this, when this react, when this comes up, when this kind of situation, it could be completely different for so many people that are listening right now, but when a situation comes up and you can feel yourself, your heart rate raising, and you could feel your blood pressure going up and you could feel yourself like that anxiety coming into your body, take a deep breath and center yourself. It's okay for you to just stop and take a minute. Who cares what anybody thinks? Go to the bathroom if you need to, like hide somewhere, but just stop. Don't let yourself continue on that that roller coaster of emotions and then take a deep breath. And then that's when you say, okay, listen, I can't have an intel- intelligent conversation like this. I'm very uncomfortable. If you don't stop yelling at me, I'm going to walk away and we can continue this at another time. Okay. So like you have, so you're not reacting. You're not going to start screaming back and name calling. You're just going to respond. So when you learn how to do this, it's magical. It's magical. It nips all that drama in the bud. I don't know about you, but I hate drama. I don't like it. It makes me anxious. I don't like it. Um, I've had too much drama in my life, so I'm very sensitive to it. So now I'm just like, no drama. Okay. End of story. (laughs) So that's the, that's what you need to do. So writing out a script for yourself to practice is so important, especially if you're new at doing this, especially if you were like me and you had no boundaries, you can practice with a friend. And when I say a friend, make sure this is a person who is supportive in your endeavor. Don't practice with someone who's going to make fun of you or berate you or do anything like that. So only practice with someone that you know is going to be kind. And if you don't have that, you can, you can hire a coach. Um, or you could just practice in the mirror. Mirror work is very powerful. So practicing this in the mirror and actually looking into your own eyes. I know it sounds super weird, but it's so powerful and you will get good at it. Trust me. Practice it until it doesn't feel weird. Practice it until you feel the power behind it. Okay. This way, when it comes, when this situation comes up, you are well versed and more confident. And all you have to focus on is not what you're going to say. You just have to focus on calming and centering yourself and responding instead of reacting. So this just makes it more easy. This makes it easier. And this makes it, um, also it makes it, you have a better chance of having success with this. The more confident you are, the more that other person is going to realize, oh, she, she means business or he means business, right? So, and, and I want you to 
realize that don't be hard on yourself if it takes a few times to get get it out of your mouth correctly. Don't be hard on yourself if this person doesn't listen. But most people, I would say like 75% of the time, maybe even higher, most people don't want to hurt you. They don't want to invade your, your personal space. They don't want to hurt your feelings or make you feel unloved. They don't want to do these things. They just don't know what you, your expectations are. And if you're new to this, then they might not be used to you setting boundaries. So this might take some time like your, your family, your parents, your partner, your children, right? Setting boundaries with your children doesn't mean that you're being a bad parent. This, you're showing them how to set boundaries so that they can do the same for themselves. We all want our, our kids to be the, like strong people that can protect their energy and have strong boundaries, right? We all want our kids to be like this, like my daughter. Um, so when you do this, when you set boundaries with your children, they will learn how to do it. You're, you're showing them, you're an example. Kids are watching. Kids aren't stupid. They don't need to gain um, <laughs> their smartness, so to speak. They're as smart as they're ever going to be. They're just inexperienced. And so they're always watching us and learning from us. And I've, I've seen this in millions, well, that's exaggerating, hundreds of different ways where my kids like feel, it feels like they're not listening to me, but then I see them doing what I used to do. And I'm like, they were watching, they were paying attention. So this, it's just really important for you to set boundaries. And if you never set, set boundaries with your parents and they're the type of people that overstep, um, my parents weren't like this, but I know a lot of people that do have parents like this, um, might take some time, might be really hard, but so don't be hard on yourself. Just keep doing it. Keep going and you'll be a pro before you know it. It's just going to, you're just going to come natural and you'll get to a point after you do this for a long period of time. And this is how I am now where it's immediate when someone crosses your boundary, you feel it right away. It feels so uncomfortable. You can't stand it. And there's no way you're not going to say anything about it. You get to that point where you're like, wait a minute, like you're not going to go another moment without setting that, maintaining that boundary. So you, you get, you become like sensitive to it, not in a bad way, not like overly sensitive. You just, you've, you've, you've reached that level of boundary badass that I talked about. Okay. And you don't have to like become aware of where you need to set them. You already know you could feel it in your body. It's not even like something you think about. You could just feel it in your energy and your space. So here are some of the transformations um, that can happen when you learn to set boundaries. Okay, so these are the benefits that you will experience. So you'll have less stress and anxiety around certain people and social situations because everyone already knows what's important to you and what's acceptable. So how many times have we walked into like maybe a family gathering where people have walked all over your boundaries before, before you even get there, the weeks like leading up to it, you're anxious, right? How many, how many people do you know? Or maybe you're just one of these people where you're like, oh my God, I have to be in the same room as so-and-so. Oh my God, how am I going to do this? Because this person does not know your boundaries. They don't respect your boundaries. Okay. So, so you've removed that stress and anxiety around certain people and social situations. That is a huge benefit right there. You'll have more time for yourself because you have learned to say no to things that you don't want to do. So that's part of setting boundaries. Like, this doesn't feel good to me anymore. I don't want to do this anymore. I'm not going to do this anymore. When someone asks you to do it, you just say no. And no is a complete sentence. You don't have to give an explanation. You don't have to 
make that person feel better about you saying no. You could be polite. No, thank you for thinking of me, but I don't, I don't, I'm sorry, I don't have time for that right now. Maybe another time, whatever. You know, you can be polite, but you don't have to give an excuse like, no, I can't do that because I'm doing this. Like it, it really doesn't matter. That person doesn't care. Okay. So that's the second thing. The third thing, more time for yourself and less time arguing. <laughs> okay. So creating, creating a smoother, more flowy existence. So like, think about what I said earlier about when you have a family gathering and you, you're stressing about it, maybe even weeks before you have to go into that situation. Think about the time and energy that you're spending doing that, stressing about it. And think about how shitty you feel when you get there, when you're in it. Think about how good it would be if you didn't have to even give a second thought to it and you just showed up feeling good. Think about the time that you save, the energy that you save. That is alone, just that. Each one of these things can stand alone as a big enough transformation for you to do this, okay? As far as I'm concerned, these things are necessities. Okay, next thing. This is this is one of the best things. Better, more intimate and authentic relationships with people because you're sharing your true self. Like I said earlier, when I was a people pleaser, I was just kind of like morphing into the person that I thought they wanted me to be. Who knows if that was who they wanted me to be. They weren't pushing that on me. It was me. It was all 100% me doing this. And so a lot of these relationships that I created, some of them for decades, were very inauthentic because I wasn't being my true self. So when you're showing up, you're setting boundaries and you're 100% yourself and everybody freaking knows it, the world knows it, those relationships that you have with your, your partner, with your children, with your parents, with your friends, with your um, work relationships, they'll be way more authentic and intimate when you're sharing. It, it, just, it just happens. It's beautiful. Okay, next, more time to do the things you love with the people you love. Okay, so we know we created more time and I explained that already, but this is where we're creating the space. So I've talked about this in another podcast, how to create space for the things that you love and decluttering is one of them. And one of the things that helps with that is setting boundaries because you're creating that time for yourself. These, this makes room because people are like, Tina, I have to work. I have to take care of my kids. I don't have time to do all these these wonderful things like ride my bike or go for a walk in the garden or read a book. I don't have time for that. This is where you create that time, okay? There's no excuses here. You can do this for yourself. And the last is more energy because you have less stress and anxiety. I talked about that. So stress and anxiety are energy suckers. You know, anything, any hard work your brain is doing is, your brain uses the most energy in your body. So like any hard work that your brain is doing um, is going to tire you out. And if you have a stress loop going on in your head, and my definition of, of a stress loop would be like thinking about this family get together, this fake family get together I'm talking about <laughs> and stressing about it for weeks. Like, so like the holiday is right around the corner. So maybe you've been thinking about the people you have to spend Christmas with since Thanksgiving, right? You're like, how am I going to do this? And you're stressing about it and you feel shitty and you're so run down and you're tired and you get a cold and all that, you know, there's just so many like repercussions to the stress, right? So you'll regain your energy. So I think that we can all agree that this is so worth it, right? So worth it to set boundaries. It's just a big payoff for a little bit of discomfort. And it's only uncomfortable in the beginning. I have to emphasize that because once you become a boundary badass, like I said, you can't even help it. 
you can't even stand to be in situations that are sucking the energy out of you. You feel it immediately. It's not even a thought. It's a feeling. Okay. You get, so, so my exiting comment that I'm going to leave you with is do the work, do the work, make this like, put this on your list of things to do between Christmas and New Year's, figure out where you need to set those boundaries and start with the easier ones first. Start with the little ones that aren't going to be super stressful and then build yourself. When you start getting confident and having success, then do the, do the big hard ones. Okay. So start with the little ones and get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Okay. This is just like, this goes for anything. Like when you're doing any sort of activity, there's no growth without discomfort. So get comfortable with being uncomfortable for a little while so that you can create this peace in your life. It's, it's so simple. It's such a necessity. And, um, if you need any help doing it, just reach out to me. You could send me an email at Tina at Tina Stinson.com. Uh, I would love to hear from you. And if you need someone to help like bounce off those, those boundaries or those scripts with, I'm here for it. As a matter of fact, um, if you're not on my email list, get on my email list. Cause I have some, um, coaching specials coming up that are really, really awesome. And, um, accessible to everyone. So I would love to work with you. Also, I want you to check out the show notes because in the show notes, you are going to find a link to my free three-day workshop. I call it Inspire, and it is a goal and dream planning workshop for the new year. And it's not a typical workshop. We're really, we're going to revisit the past. We're going to celebrate. We're going to forgive. We're going to make big dreams and goals. And then I'm going to show you a method that I use to reach those goals. And I do this for myself every year. So really the way I look at this three-day workshop is it's completely free and it's me sharing what I do for the new year with a bunch of friends. And I've done so many classes over the years with other coaches that have inspired me. And I use some of their tactics um, in this masterclass, but then there's certain things that I do, masterclass, workshop, um, some things that I do that just work for me. And so join me, join me. It's a lot of fun. It's going to be the 27th, 28th, 29th, if you at 12 PM Eastern standard every day in my Facebook group, if you can't make it, yes, you will get the recordings. There's an awesome, beautiful workbook that you will love. And I would love to like share this with you. And I really would love to hang out with you and have some other people joining me to do this super powerful. And, um, you'll love it. You'll love it. Okay. So that link will be in the show notes. I would love to have you. I will see you next week on the Soul Aligned Self-Care Podcast. Until then, remember to add deep level self-care into your life daily. Bye. Love you.